Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that was the number four. That noise, I don't know if you could hear it, but scared the heck out of me. Apparently my mother-in-law dragged a chair across the tile or hardwood floor upstairs (laughs) made a nice little humming noise but anyhow I digress I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend Uh, mine was you know relatively uh, eventless although we actually did go to an event we went uh, my son and I went and saw his girlfriend's high school softball game yesterday uh so that was uh, that was interesting and that was nice to hang out with a teenage son that didn't mind having his dad with him so that's uh pluses all around um i listened to a quote on saturday that said you can tell a lot about a tree by the fruit it bears how much fruit does your tree bear? I said, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I like that. You know, you can tell a lot about a tree about the, by the fruit it bears. How much does your tree bear? And how much fruit does it bear? And I thought about that for a few minutes afterwards, and I'm like, you know, am I bearing the fruit that I think I'm bearing? You know, am I providing the value and the service that I should be? And to be candid, the answer is no. Uh, I'm not doing enough. And I guess that's a good thing to recognize. Uh, the, the, the bad thing to recognize would be if I was complacent and saying, yeah, it's, it's good as it is. You know, that's, that's not the way we want to go at it I had um, process my blog today do that every Monday and the title of it was wisdom is more powerful than money and I have a picture of King Solomon below that some of you know the story of King Solomon King Solomon was the son of King David. King David was the same David in David and Goliath. And he overcame the the giant, the big Philistine, and used a slingshot to kill him with a rock between the eyes. Uh, And King Solomon was a son of David's. And God was very pleased with King Solomon and granted him uh, anything that he wanted. And he thought long and hard about that, as I'm sure you and I would. And he asked for wisdom, specifically wisdom to discern right from wrong, good from evil. 
and it turns out that that was a great request because having that knowledge having that wisdom provided with him provided him with even more riches than he already had and thousands of relationships and it's nice to see that that's where it starts it doesn't start with chasing after money and don't confuse wisdom with intelligence generally the two go hand in hand but not always the case you can have someone that's full of wisdom that's not really that intelligent you know same with the someone that's very intelligent that really has no wisdom you know it can work both ways but five points that I made in my blog um, were learning creates knowledge which leads to skills that turns into riches you know pretty straightforward you know it all starts with education and then you learn and you gain the knowledge and with that knowledge you develop skills and with those skills you then generate income and chasing money is like chasing success you know Jim Rome said it best you know you don't um, acquire success you don't reach or attain success you know it's like chasing butterflies he said you know success is attracted by the person you become and just like chasing money you get money from developing skills and number three was partial learning is like a partial vaccination you know and again don't get me wrong partial is better than nothing but if there's more available uh, I certainly wouldn't settle for partial so if you have the ability to have two shots don't just take one get them both and number four learning without implementation causes I put burnout on my notes but I forgot what I put on the uh, on the blog itself but essentially you need implementation with learning you know there's a lot of folks that constantly 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 are learning they're learning every nuance that there can can be uh, whether it's a specific niche or, or whatever have you if you're not implementing what you're learning you know there's really no point <laughs> because that's action implementation is is what's needed and you know I listen to 
Darren Hardy every day, as you well know, because I basically regurgitate uh, what he's taught me. But if I don't, you know, read that and go back and refer to it, it doesn't do any good. And then the last point I made was trying to earn without learning is like getting married without dating. Now, we know how scary that sounds, or outlandish it sounds, to marry someone without dating them or, or even knowing them. Uh, that, that can be troublesome. Well, the same can be said for affiliate marketing and trying to earn without trying to be educated and, and learning in generating that learning to knowledge see a lot of people just chase that dollar they're out there trying to earn an income without having to learn how to generate an income and it's very important education in all phases of life you know and it's it's important not just to chase the the shiny ball, and in this case, the shiny object syndrome, for sure. Okay, last night, I went for a walk with a dog, and we met his friend, Chaos, this big German shepherd puppy that um, has a fondness for for Dugan, which is good, because Dugan certainly is no longer at fighting weight, you know, he, uh, he's on his back nine for sure, he's 11 years old this month, so, anyhow, um, it's, it's nice to relax and enjoy things and, and, and have a, a good time. Uh, and it's wonderful that I'm able to listen to that personal development as well on my walk. Uh, the, sometimes in the summer it gets a little busy and I tend to talk to a lot of people. <laughs> but this quote was great. Uh, it said, sometimes we're not called to preach. A sermon, that is. But to live one. And that's powerful in my eyes, folks. You know, we're not called to preach a sermon like Paul Jancarella, like myself, but to live one. You know, I can talk a good game at times. And at other times, I'm not good at living what I preach. So... I thought this was great. We're not called to preach a sermon, but to live one. It was great. The next quote was nice as well. The better the connection, the clearer the message. Now, what the heck is that all about? And that can go in all sorts of directions. But just look at it this way. The more you're connected to someone whether it be a, a parent, a family member, a friend, um, a work colleague, whatever have you, the better you're connected to them, 
the clearer the message is going to be between the two of you. Um, and you can look at it as you're in a shopping mall and you're trying to communicate with the other person, but you're so far away and there's echoey and and the other person doesn't understand what you're saying you know whether it be on a telephone line uh, with your cell phone where you only have one bar so to speak and the, the, the reception goes in and out three seconds you can hear them in two seconds they're they're boggled you know and that's that's frustrating but the better the connection, the clearer the message. And what he was getting at, this was Matthew Kelly, was have a better connection with the most important one of all, God. And when you have a better connection with God, you'll hear and understand more clearly the message and I've been doing this uh, probably the past two and a half three months I don't know maybe March and I can't say that I've uh, have made a, a better connection I have made a connection with God uh, better than what I've had but I'm still thinking and talking a little too much during my prayer time when it's supposed to be reflection between you and God. And, and again, I say this as an affiliate marketer because we need to have a better connection with our clients and our prospects. We need to know what not only makes them tick, but what are their pain points? What are their frustrations, their challenges? you know, things that they're having a difficult time with that we have the ability to help them with. You know, everyone has something for everybody. But not everyone is going to be able to provide that something for everyone because the connection is lost or it's not there. And that includes chemistry and rapport. Uh, so it's important to have those, but also to have the message when it comes to your particular product line and know the ins and outs of that and be able to use that to help, I don't want to say reel them in, but to help them with their specific problem. And, and that should be uh, a, a breath of fresh air for all of you. It really should. And speaking of should, life is full of shoulds. We should do that, or we should do this, until one day you should all over yourself. You know, it's time to take action. You know, there's enough with the shoulds. We need to take action immediately. And finally, folks... Coming up to my friend Darren Hardy, he basically is on day six. And today's title was, 
what the super successful are obsessed about. Good enough is not good enough. Keep pushing, keep stretching, keep going, keep growing, keep pursuing better. And that's Joel Austin, Austin the American pastor. He's uh, an evangelist, uh, and he does a great job. I've listened to a lot of his um, YouTube videos, and I've watched them occasionally. But generally, I take my phone and stuff it in my breast pocket and listen to these videos you know the message is more important than what you see anyhow um, X factor number six is the constant pursuit for better you know Steve Jobs had a funny way funny had a um, continuing way of saying there has to be a better way no matter how many times a product was revised or developed, there's got to be a better way. And most people aren't accustomed to where excellence is expected. And Steve Jobs said that about employees that would leave the company because they couldn't handle pressure that Steve would put him under but he would say you know they're not accustomed to where excellence is expected and the mentality you need in a business today to build enduring to build enduring success is you have to eradicate the human behavior of relaxing. <laughs> I said, oh man. You know, there's no sleeping on the job with Howard Schultz, the founder and CEO of Starbucks. Um, not at all. But that's what it takes. You got to eradicate the human behavior of relaxing. And Michael Jordan always said it best, I am never complacent with what I have achieved. And that's the voice of a champion right there. You know, not to be complacent with what you've accomplished. And good can be the enemy of the best. And I love that one by Joel Austin. Good can be the enemy of the best. And I'll end today with Matthew Kelly about perseverance. Persevere in all that you do. And just like Abraham Lincoln. You know, it's it's amazing to see the track record of Abraham Lincoln's failures prior to getting elected president in 1860. You know, the previous 30 years were just riddled with election losses, um, you know, 
no no campaign um, opportunities. Just just a uh, you know disappointment after disappointment. But that's where perseverance comes in. So I will check in with all of you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.